0: Wedding photographers
1: unite! Ooh, I see Whoa. that. <laughs> wow, is this new? It's, it came out in the last, like, version of it in the last couple weeks, and that's all you have to do. And it's recording the video chat of this, and it's like a backup audio as far as i can see. Uh,
0: So we can post videos now. Right.
2: That's what I said! Oh, shit! <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, just record it and throw it up on the YouTube. Done
1: right i know oh
0: people love the youtubes but, i love watching
1: but now i'm gonna YouTube have to think about like what podcasts. i wear do you know what i mean and like, <laughs> oh stop.
0: i'm gonna have to be trendy fine now, right now. I actually, dude i actually like that shirt right now
1: thanks man it's uh it's a it's... Is,
0: it, is that boxcar or no the um no let me guess is it looks it reminds me of the electric cars that we used to race kids on, on those electric tracks
1: well you're pretty close Of of where it goes. Any guesses? Do you you,
0: you have have any guesses?
2: Are they Radio Shack cars?
1: No. (laughs) They are. um, There's a game called Rocket League. That's a very popular game these days. And it's amazing. And they're rocket powered cars. And I get on there with my two buddies. and, (laughs) And we fly the cars around a soccer rink and ha- try and hit this huge soccer ball in, in video games. Oh. Trying to hit this huge soccer ball and, like, knock the ball. And it's, like, three versus three. It's, like, me and my two friends. Actually, remember at my wedding, my two best, my two best men? And, like, mm-hmm. on Friday nights, we get on. And, and I'm, like, one of these cars. My two other friends are the other <laughs> what two. What you
2: do on Friday nights now? Yeah,
1: man. And we're we're <laughs> trying to, like, knock the ball into the other person's go. It's, like, intense. It's, like, the most intense thing because it's all physics-based. So we're, like, screaming at Stand each other, down. like, telling each other to play defense and stuff like that. It's, like, insane. It's insane. <laughs>
0: For something so intense, how do you fall asleep after that, especially with a night a wedding the next day?
1: Well, I don't. I um. Be, well, it's perfect because I like to like on Saturday morning for weddings. Should we weddings, be recording? I think I, mean, I this think this is, is just the show. This is just it. This is just it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But <laughs> but on Saturday mornings, I like to just like like go and start the day. You know what I mean? Like like so. I like to wake up late because I wouldn't know what to do at that time in between. Do you like yeah. having that time? Like that time yeah. before a wedding? You like I, that time? I mean, I can't yeah. sleep anyways. Well, so. Yeah, me neither. But
0: I, I, I wake up probably about a half hour before the wedding. I shower and everything, and what? I do all my laundry the night before. Um, and then I wake up about half hour before we have to leave. Um, and that gives me 15 minutes to eat breakfast. And then I get dressed 15 minutes beforehand. Pet the dog, play with the dog for a couple minutes, and then we take off. But I, but I pack the car like everything is completely ready to go for me, so I can just walk out the door. Right. And right now, like like in in past episodes, I always said like tips of the day or tips of the week were like, you know, I get everything ready the day before. Man, I'm getting ready for like the Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Now, like I like yeah. I'm, I'm like two days in advance just so I can relax like the day before a wedding. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to think about anything. Um, like the day before a wedding, yeah, it's huge. Uh, I can well, What about you? You, like, you, what, what, like, you said yeah. you don't sleep, but what do you like? what's your morning routine of of wedding day?
2: Uh, I'll typically go um go get breakfast at uh, Bread Hive right around the corner from me. Just have oh, like so a nice. So you wake
0: up and you you get out and about then.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, if there's time, I mean, if it's like. I have to be at a wedding by twelve thirty. Um you know, then I can get up at eight, nine o'clock, go get some breakfast, get ready, pack up the car, all that good stuff. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I don't oh, I d I don't like that. That's too much time for me. <laughs> I like to I wanna yeah. I wanna wake up, shower, get changed and go. And I wanna time it like that every single time so that I don't have dead time in the morning, because I'm just not going to know what to do with it. And I'm like, and I feel like there's this impending, like, I'll get anxious. If I don't do it that way, I'll get anxious, like just waiting for the day to start.
2: See, if I have an early day, then I'm stressed out, because I know I'm gonna have to wake up and go and I'm not going to have time to just do that mental checklist. And even though everything's packed the day before, I still like to have like a few hours to just sort of Visualize the day and right. you know, just kinda look at my bag one less. I don't know. I yeah. like to have extra mm-hmm.
1: time. See, but I like to arrive early. So like if I if I tell the bride I'm gonna be there at like two or one, I'm there like at least usually 30 45 minutes before so I can kinda scout things out and take my time and don't feel like I'm rushed to get up to the hotel room or whatever it might be. Yeah.
2: Are we recording? Because I have a good story about that. Uh, yeah, so
1: I think actually we're totally recording and we'll just okay. kind of go through our topics and be open about everything we were going to talk about today. So, um, but just one, one little point one point, and then Lindsay go. But like Neil, I, I think I've mm. told you this before. When you mentioned that on the podcast, I did not do that. I did not get ready the day before. I, li- I would like get ready that morning. I would, I would wake up early in the morning and get all my stuff ready. And then mm. if like something happened... Look, there's there's something like a battery wasn't ready. I was screwed. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how I lived my life like that before you mentioned that on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, so Lindsay, you got, you got a story? Roll. Let's hear. Oh no,
0: um, I also I guess this could be tip. Um, so I got like three outfits for like for wedding day stuff. Like three shirts, three like the like my favorite shirts okay because if you find one like good fitting shirt like you'll never find it again if because styles always change and all that stuff. So I went I went out and bought three of everything. Brilliant. And in one week like I uh I, I I wash it, I iron it. So it's like for three weeks like I'm ironed and ready to go. So I never have to worry about ironing like like for another month well, pretty much well neil i have it's so nice i, I, have, I don't
2: have to worry about it
0: what is funny Until about the that.
2: fourth week
0: yeah <laughs> Well, the third week <laughs> I, I redo everything, but I, at least it's every, it's not every week. We do the unless, exact unless same thing. Doubles, we do, we do
1: the same thing. I've got three of the same shirts and my second shooter will, will test to this. If you ask him, what is Andy wear to a wedding? It's the same thing. Usually it's the same thing because I got two of the same things and, and then the third outfit is a little different, but I do the same mm-hmm. thing so that I only have, so those outfits are always ready to go for weddings because that's an extra thing uh, to think about. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah, Liz, I, have, you're gonna yeah. Say something. I have
2: three of the same skirt that mm-hmm. I wear for every single well, wedding. Well, see, I'm not the only one, all right. <laughs> You're definitely not the only one. But this year, I found this dress that I love. And so I've been wearing it pretty much every week. But if you don't do laundry, and then you go to get your wedding outfit on, and it's dirty, that's the worst. And then you have that... Inner conflict, is it that dirty? How dirty is it? You know, sniff test. And then inevitably, <laughs> you got to resort back to last year's favorite wedding outfit, which is one of those three skirts. <sighs> the okay, so, but last weekend, so I had a wedding uh, where the bride said she was getting ready at the Marriott downtown. Uh, and in my mind, I knew exactly where that was. I went to the Marriott downtown Parked, got in there, was early, thank God, because I went up to the front desk and said, oh, I'm here for room 1102. And they said, this hotel only has seven floors. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. turns out there are two Marriott's downtown. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they're right across the street from one. Uh, Funny thing about that, I ran into another photographer while I was parking, and she, you know, rolled down her window, you know, where should I park? Uh, and she's trying to figure out all the same stuff that I was and I ran into her in the lobby and then went to the other hotel and then lo and behold who wanders into that lobby she did the exact same thing. <laughs>
1: so, what? Yeah. She, mean she was at the wrong Marriott too?
2: We were both at the wrong Marriott. Wow. Yeah. So they're right across the street from each other. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I, you guys I probably did a like, like a little high five. No <laughs> yeah.
1: That is too funny. <laughs> Uh, well, we're a little out of order, but Unite Wedding Photographers, and welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite, episode number 116. I'm one of your, your hosts, Andy Buscemi, in good company with the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban.
0: Ooh, not the... This- self-proclaimed wedding photographer of uh, pontifications. oh is yeah
1: it? that's right i forgot Man, all, all about completely, that. wow wow completely thrown off i today. am off my game starting yeah. this not at the start of the show <laughs> wow and also joined by uh the good neighbor of good neighborhoods the queen of queen cities <laughs> what <laughs> what is it that we're doing over here Lindsay? <laughs> what what is buffalo's official title the 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 City of Good Neighbors.
2: Andy, Andy, here's the thing about nicknames, okay?
1: Mm, mm, I'm so. ready. You can't force them? Are you going to tell me that first, you can't force yeah, na- nicknames? I don't
0: know. I like that. I
2: like that. Let's identify what a nickname is. Okay? You're a man of science, right? <laughs> Let's talk about the, the etymology of a a nickname yeah go. it's gotta happen organically you can't force it
1: oh but that, and- oh, but come on neil's name was forced <laughs> my name was forced jimmy's name yeah. was forced come on those none are the best ones out. none of
2: them are proper <laughs> nicknames and two a nickname is supposed to be short and these are really long that's oh the it's point great. that it's they are the it's the, point, the opposite
1: yeah. of a nickname it's it's uh <laughs> i mean it's have a, it's you a seen the title name. of our
0: show Wedding photographers unite! I mean, that's a pretty long show name too.
1: Exactly.
0: We gotta have long names now.
1: All
0: right. It's part of our brand. Damn it.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I changed a brake caliper today.
2: Oh. Yeah. Mm.
1: Like, like I've done, a, I've done brakes before, and my brake needed to be changed. Oh,
0: you did it yourself?
1: Yeah. So I do my own brakes. My my okay. own brakes I've been doing for a few years. I'm like, I'm good with that. But today, but I was tested. I was tested the other day cause I was doing my own brakes and then the caliper, the thing that holds the brake pads that goes against the, your brake, um, that was not working. Like it was busted and the piston was all broke. So that brake wasn't probably not working for a while. And, uh, so that, that drove me down uh, like a YouTube rat hole of people teaching me how to change uh, brake, brake calipers. And, uh, are you yeah.
0: listening to uh break, Fix It Brakes uh podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you watch
1: seven people, <laughs> you ignore the three idiots and you go with the four people and then you learn how to do it and made it happen. I got a new brake caliper on my Jeep. There you go. Nice. It was an experience. Nice. You know, we learn. That's my that's my update for this week. Well, it's good that
0: you trust your own work because especially with your wedding vehicle. You know, I'd be nervous with that. I just dropped 700 something dollars on new brakes. I'm not too happy about that. But yeah, at least at least I know that they'll work on a wedding day. Well,
1: hey, now I <laughs> now I really know they work because I like troubleshoot this thing. I was like breeding the Blake line and all that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> after um, how
0: many YouTube videos?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I probably watched like three or four and like, okay. and like two of them were like good. Two of them were terrible. Well,
0: you know? yeah, but you know, what? you drive a Jeep. So there's a lot of Jeep, hardcore Jeep guys out there and girls, right. I'm sure
1: but shockingly it's not that hard and a lot of brakes on even like, all the different kinds of cars are all they're all kind of the same like like they pretty much standardized a lot of it for the most part but um lindsey what have you been up to what's been going on where are you in one oh. season
2: um good i uh photographed a new venue last week um and uh, do you guys ever shoot a new place and then the three days after you just keep thinking of all the cool shots you could have done in that space, <laughs> you know, it's just in a new place. And there were just every, uh, it was an old theater. So every direction you turn, is just beautiful backdrops. Um, and since leaving there, I just keep thinking like, Oh, I should, that would have been a cool shot. That would have been a cool shot. But, um, uh, it was a cool wedding to kind of build off of our, conversation last week about the um like gender roles and stuff like that this Mm. was a a cool wedding where they um they reversed like the groom stood on the left and the bride stood on the right and the bride walked herself down the aisle because she wasn't owned by her parents she was gonna walk herself down the aisle Mm. Um, See, the danced- groom
0: should have walked himself down the aisle, and saying, the bride should have waited for him. Yeah, damn it. we could have done yeah. it that way too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's a modern world. I mean, they did a lot of traditional
2: <laughs> stuff, and then they mixed other things up. Like they danced with all the parents. I always feel bad for, you know, the the father of the groom. You know, he doesn't get to do anything.
1: No. Right? You know, we know what the father of the groom does. He gets to walk behind them. You know, like yeah, like like, the, like in some churches, like the like the father groom is like walking behind them, and you can't you even can't get a shot because yeah. because of the because the mother and whoever's walking the mother are in front. So I'm like trying to like sneak the shot of dad like around the corner. I'm like, what is is this guy? You know, talk about a sperm donor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just joking. So the but.
2: mom and dad walk, walk down together. Both both sets of parents walked down together, and then the bride walked herself down, and then they did you know the father daughter mother son, and then. Switched father and mother, so they did two dances. So everyone got a dance. It was it was kind of nice the way they did all that stuff. Um, other than that, uh, I also had a wedding at this place you may have shot at called Hidden Valley Animal Adventure.
1: Oh yes, oh which... h- h- <laughs> Neil, by the look on your face, you have not shot there. And as much as <laughs> no, I loved no. it, that's probably okay. <laughs> but I've <laughs> never heard of it, Lindsay. Let's uh, let's tell us about Hidden Valley.
2: Uh, okay. So this is the backstory of it, as I understand it, is that there was, um, a a person who loved exotic animals and had a farm and people would pull over on the side of the road to see his exotic animals. And he just had the brilliant idea or she, I'm not sure who owns it, but, um, had this idea to just start serving some food and making a little petting zoo out of the whole place. And it's exploded into, this huge venue. So they built a beautiful uh, lodge like you would see at a ski resort or something like that with the big timber beams, all of that beautiful stuff. Um, And then they have a nice little island where they do the ceremonies, but then they do a safari as part of the... Guest experience. So at this particular wedding, it was pouring rain They had the ceremony outside bride and groom said as long as no one's getting hit by lightning. We're doing it So everybody had these huge umbrellas Uh, the bride and groom were under a um, Gazebo so they're covered the bridal party's covered everyone's covered but me. I'm completely soaking wet just going with it shooting through the umbrellas it was it was actually kind of cool with all the colors of the umbrellas and everything like that and then after that they all get on a hay hay ride and go see all the exotic animals <laughs> and,
1: and then an and hour by the way later, I, I just need to say neil at this venue and I, it's actually kind of pretty it's not like it's not pretty like yeah. the like the shooting part of where the ceremony mm-hmm. is however when the ceremony is happening there are like llamas like doing the llama thing in the background. there's like... There
2: are definitely donkeys <laughs> humping llama the thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's like you hear all these animal noises like during the ceremony.
2: Yeah. In this case, they were donkeys, and they were very inappropriate noises, but it made for a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there is an hour of hayride, go see the zebras and all these other animals, and then they come back for cocktail hour and all of that. But uh, the reason I wanted to bring it up is that there were probably... 12 children in this bridal party mm. which puts all posing out the window which means Just, that
1: you got one out of 30 shots with everybody looking at the camera right yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. that's what kills me about the kids the more kids you have literally like divide the number of deliverable images by 30 right i mean like like each kid like you like cut it in half and add another kid cut the deliverable images in half another one and you cut it in half again yeah yeah
2: so that was my day. It was chaos. In a way, there were so many that they sort of entertained themselves. They kind of went to a separate room. I hate when there's on the dance floor, there's just one kid running amok, and everyone sort of dances in a circle around that one child, and it makes it <laughs> kind of difficult to get photos of people not looking. It looks like they're looking at the ground, because they're looking at the kid dancing.
1: Oh, um, uh, those
0: dance circles kill me. Yeah,
2: they're the worst. But what can you do?
1: Um, Neil? What's going what's yep. going on man? How you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Um man, I'm busy. Yes. But busy is good, right? Yes. And um I mean last last episode I had 15 names on the list to uh to edit and I got that down to 9 and I felt really good about that list. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden in the past 2 days three more got added on. Mm-hmm. So shooting a lot, editing even more, at least I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. Um getting back in uh you and I kind of talked over the phone um couple days ago I'm kind of we're getting back into IPS now that our, our home studio is is kind of like in the works um, we tried IPS for well for those who people don't know um, what IPS means it which you should all know what IPS means but it's in-person sales is where we all uh, we sell our products uh, in person And, um, our photography in person, don't give it out digitals until they actually buy a print. And, uh, when, when I did this in the studio, we, uh, we're rocking it. And then all of a sudden we got this, then we got rid of the studio and now then we kind of, kind of gave it up, gave up on it only because we really didn't have that, that studio space to show off, uh, and stuff. So we, um, so we're slowly getting back into it and there's a lot out there now of, of prints, and we just ordered like a couple thousand dollars worth of new prints um and then we're just trying to work on the new studio space and we have nine more weddings to go this season uh we're mid-september so that's that's pretty darn good and our christmas sessions are coming up and we took the entire month of november off for it only because they get bigger and bigger every year and um so yeah there's there's a lot going on um but other than that every everything all is good though you know i'm I'm not my my stress levels are probably at all time low at this time of year usually they're i'm I'm freaking out and everything, but
1: uh you know i'm I'm feeling pretty good. pretty good good yeah, and you some... know, we,
0: we just we just get through it right <laughs> yes you, you find a way,
1: <laughs> and some of that we're gonna talk about in just a second Well, that leads into uh some of the things we were, we were talking about when we talked on the phone recently, so uh, yeah. We'll get there in just a minute. But before we do, do, uh, Lindsay Daddario, I have a bone to pick with you. Uh Um, I posted an image on my website. Uh, No, not on my website, on my Instagram. And you commented on that image. What did you comment?
2: Spread the love, Andy.
1: No. That
2: one? (laughs) Which
1: one? No, not that one. Which image? The one that I posted and then you wrote Photoshop explanation point as your comment
2: yeah because it was amazing <laughs> okay.
1: but the problem was the problem was i did photoshop really that was. image <laughs> i'm
2: really did. i sorry buddy I did, no
1: no it's a, <laughs> I, and then you're like oh i didn't mean to but um because yeah. you, you were just saying it looked great and it looked like I believed but i you. but i actually I did yeah but it was but i was but, but was i lying i don't know was i lying so the image was uh i gotta I, i'm looking at it i gotta search it it's on it's on instagram uh, Which one? The Letchworth Park, the hot air balloon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so, you know, the couple was on, you know, like, in this little circular thing, you know, and the hot air balloon comes. But when that hot, hot air balloon comes screaming down, there's, like, 50, 60 people, like, in that little circle. Everybody's popped up against that wall. And there was, like, no way. I was, I was like, I tried to, like, yell at everybody. I was, like, hey, you know, like, it's a... And they couldn't hear me because I was, like, screaming from above. Um... <laughs> But, uh, okay.
0: So let's, let's talk about this. Yes.
1: I, but I, okay. but I couldn't, there was no other way to do it other than, other than I took the shot. No, you know no, that's I mean?
0: not what I want to talk about. Oh,
1: okay. Anymore. What do we want to talk about? Okay. So
0: <laughs> between photographers on photographer's pages, you know what I mean? Like clients, clients see this stuff. Yes. Should we be commenting this stuff? Hmm. You no, know, You know what I mean? Like, like, should we say things like that? I mean, Lindsay, I'm not, I'm not throwing you under the bus or anything. I'm yeah. just kind of like questioning it because I do have certain photographers who always say, God, I want to swear so bad right now,
1: <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I can't.
0: <laughs> but there's always two or three people that always say something in, in the gosh, I'm so proud of like this image that I post, and they always have to say something negative. And it just drives me up the wall. And I know clients see this. So do I delete the comment right away or do I put this these photographers in their places like so the public can see? Like, oh, yes. it drives me up so the I wall. So guess, I guess it's,
2: it's situational. But, I mean, I,
0: but, but you know what? You guys are friends, but not everybody knows that. Uh, we're all friends. Nobody, not everybody knows that, especially when reading things online. You know what I mean? So it's like, should we – comment negatively on each other's images even though we're all no. friends
1: no I mean, and by the way i'm not i'm i'm just, just kind that. of joking with you Lindsay. i'm not saying that yeah. I, I don't think it was a negative comment <laughs> I, I thought she, that, she was know. trying to be positive like hey that you, you were basically saying it's photoshop so it's so good it that be, it must be yeah. photoshop but you yeah. didn't know that it actually was but it actually was <laughs> i combined i combined it was yeah. a composite
2: <laughs> Had i known, i wouldn't
1: have said it <laughs> yeah but, but yeah, so like, Neil, I, I know what you're talking about and I think it's really it's like kind of Twitter guys that always do it right. and they know. know the, who
0: they are. Right. I think they're listening right now.
1: Right. It's situational. It, it really depends on the specific comment and the specific, specific ugh, I can't talk tonight, specific situation. Um,
2: if um, the photographer asks for critique. And opens themselves up to that, sure. But yeah. otherwise, like, no. How does Absolutely. how does that serve you to make a negative comment on someone's photo? Like, yeah, I wouldn't just feel... to make them feel bad. What's the point?
1: Right, I know. know. Exactly. Well, Why
2: are they your friends?
1: R- well, de-friend. I wouldn't say well, friends, I, right? Well, well, some people need to make themselves feel better. By... If I
0: defriend, then they'll just go up. They'll just go crazy or whatever. I right. don't know. <laughs> we'll talk talk more crap.
1: Some people need to write negative comments and there are, I can think of different groups and things that people say in many different situations that I won't mention, right? But like some people need (laughs) to write those negative comments in order to kind of feel better about themselves um, because they might have a contrarian opinion or whatever, you know? So it's like you take all that with a grain of salt and let it be what it is. But I don't have a problem like if somebody like crosses that line because our clients are looking at these things, right? Um, I don't have a problem just deleting it. I'm like, you know what? That's not, that doesn't, it's not appropriate here, you know? Um, and I don't have a problem just deleting it or hiding it. On Facebook, you can hide a comment. Oh, yeah, hide comment. So you. if you hide the comment, um, then they will still see it. Um, but other people won't unless they're friends with them. Right. So like the only people that are going to see that comment are people that are also friends with that person. So that, but they still think it's there basically. So that, I think that was a smart move by Facebook to enable that. That was, uh, you know, a good thing to do. Um, the other yeah. part
2: of that is if you have identified yourself as it, like who is your target audience? So is it, um, couples who are getting married or, uh, it's a big part of your audience, other photographers Uh, If you're one of the photographers who posts notes for other photographers about how you shot it, what lens you used, what lighting you used, because you have a lot of followers who are photographers, then maybe you're opening yourself up for more critique in that way, but in general, no, that's rude.
0: Well, see, the thing amazing. is that it's, it's this podcast and Lindsay, you'll, you'll find out soon if you're going to be on this podcast a little bit more, um, that you'll, you'll get a lot of followers that who are photographers, you know, okay. like my, my main following are are of course clients and possibility, you know, future clients, but a lot of photographers do follow Andy and I and probably Jimmy too. And, you know, you, you probably have your fair share amount as well, especially, uh, you being the, the leader of the other group of the Western New York uh, photo chat. Um, I'm sure you're aware of that. Um, but you know, another thing drives, drives me up the wall. Okay. Lindsay, let's say you just shot at this new venue. It's absolutely beautiful. You're excited about it. And then all of a sudden this photographer posts their own images under your post that they like, they already <laughs> shot at that venue. All like, Oh yeah, I love that too. And here's a couple photos that I shot there too. It's like, don't
1: hijack my. No, my see post. that would get. I would, I, mean? I would almost probably delete that immediately. Like, That's like, not like even. That, that deserves yeah.
0: like an automatic block,
1: doesn't it? Yeah. Like, don't you yeah. guys? Don't you guys agree? I don't know.
2: Yeah, unless it's relevant to the conversation. Like, oh, I, I shot here in the rain and I didn't know what to do and somebody was like, well, I did this and it helped. Like, if it was helpful in some way, I guess. I no, but they no, in no. <laughs> no. general. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So I feel like um, a bitter I feel like a bitter old man tonight. I don't know. Uh, do oh, I,
2: I would like to talk about being a bitter old woman.
1: <laughs> yes, let's hear I it. A, yes, yeah, yeah. I had a
2: moment care. yesterday. Uh, I saw someone posted in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in about a shootout where all these photographers get together. And someone styles a couple models. Ooh, I saw this. I saw this. Literally post. twenty people shooting the exact same models in the same light, and and it just seemed like utter chaos. And I I I felt like an old lady because I'm like, what? It, who gets to post what? How does this work? I don't understand the purpose. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's sold out immediately, and all these people are super excited about it. I just felt so out of touch. Like I don't get. I don't get what this is. I love the sense of community. Let's get out together and shoot together. Uh, but the fact that it's a, a styled shoot that twenty different people, all from the same geographic region, are then going to put in their portfolio seems. I, I just didn't get, I didn't get it, and I felt like such an old fart. I was kind of mad about the whole thing. Right. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, it's
0: it's kind of yeah. silly, isn't it? I mean, from from I'm sorry. Go ahead, Andy.
1: Well, I just I just want to use the word disingenuous if you put that on your website. But, and Neil, you can kind of take it from there. Because who knows what, you know, that doesn't, it's not representative of your work. You right. know what I mean? Like, I like, and bride, you know, I would be confused as a bride if I went expecting to get work that looks like that, but you didn't set that up or they're not your client base, that kind of thing. We've talked a little bit about this before, but. Um, yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's fair <laughs> for, I don't know. I just don't agree with it. But um, from my understanding with these workshops, the. The person who's hosting it sets up everything—the lighting, the posing, all that stuff—so people can learn, and then people can shoot themselves. Usually, the main photographer, you know, gets all his or her shots first, and then they kind of let—let's say—if they're—if they're, if they're um, an ambassador of pro photo or whatever, they'll take the uh, um, transmitter off their camera and hand it around to um, other clients, just so that you know they're they're. Um, their sponsorship can can make money off off the this commercial deal. If that's the case, um, but yeah, it, it's kind of strange seeing um, you know twenty photographers run around and shoot all the same thing. I mean, it'd be kind of confusing if you're a bride shopping uh, for a photographer and you visit you know twenty different websites and you see the same shot shot at all all at a different angle of the same bride. It's kind of kind of weird to me, but hey, hmm. eh, that's what that's what. The nature of the game is now. Yes. But... So, mm-hmm. In
2: a workshop setting, which this isn't, this it's is not. there's saying. not a photographer. It's a shoot who's, Yeah. Well, either, so, either or.
0: It sh- workshops are almost the same way, too.
2: Yeah. But at least in a workshop, there's someone who's, who's saying, okay, now you take a turn, you take a turn. Someone that's organizing the whole thing. I'm just logistically imagining 20 photographers directing the same models. It just seems like... Complete chaos. Well, I'm sure somebody uh
1: was taking the lead though. And I I guess that's what I was gonna I was gonna play devil's advocate a little bit and just kind of say that like, you know, I did a workshop last year where, you know, I taught the whole day, but like part of the day was going out, taking a couple and shooting with them, and I would shoot a little bit and say, Hey, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, and now for the purposes of learning, now you shoot that. You know what I mean? Or like if you know, Mm -hmm. you shoot in that same look and see what you can get, you know. Because that is part of the learning process. Um but I guess maybe I didn't have this conversation and I probably should have now if I, you know, now that I think about it, I probably should have said, hey, you know, if you, you should probably, um, you know, be, if you're going to use this in your portfolio, you should probably at least, you know, let people know that, you know what I mean? Because it's not really kind of like what I just mentioned before. It's not representative of, of your work, you know, um, yeah. or where you're at at that time. But,
2: and anyone can get a great image during a, a styled shoot. So, again, another mm. way I'm an old fart is these style sessions that are passed off as real weddings really, really irk me.
1: Yeah.
2: And, mm. I know, like, oh, maybe I'm just jealous because they're getting these amazing photos. But it does feel no, just there's I'll... an ethical thing there. Like, if you can't do that on the day of a wedding, it shouldn't be in your portfolio. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, all three of us can do a styled shoot at any time of any day in...
1: Yeah, but it just but, wouldn't be fair. But you know, what? you know what I mean? I'm so busy, I don't do those. <laughs> you right? know what I mean? Like, yeah, like all my work's authentic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, you know, like maybe I'm just being, maybe my nose is up in the air. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: That's how maybe, I feel. Maybe we're all
1: old and crotchety with our noses up in the air right now. That could be it. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Because
0: you know, the, You know these styled shoots, They they can take all day just to get that perfect shot. You know, yeah. we have. I mean, so someone asked a question in our Facebook group of how long do we get in between for, uh, for photos. Mm-hmm. And some of us get 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's not in, I mean, gosh, I don't even remember last time I got an hour, you know, it's all, it's like all, all this year has been 20 minutes. Even our destination stuff, it's 10 to 20 minutes, if that. So it's like these styled shoes, they take hours and you're just waiting for that perfect light. And, the, and then you have, you know, other workers, you have hairstylists there, you have makeup artists there, you, uh, it's, well, oh, it's, yeah, that's what you pay for. Right. So the you
1: know. reality is the mark of a good photographer, as the more that I've done this, the more that I realize when I do, when I am in that situation and I'm like, man, I've only got four minutes to do this. And, and when I, and when I pull it off and I do it and I, and I pull it off. Right. And I'm like, man, I can't believe that I did that. And I think man if i would have done that seven years ago or whatever there is no way that this shot would have looked even a th- like like a fourth or a fifth of what i just took and, and you know in like the 30 second i remember this one wedding i was uh like uh last uh last winter or whatever um like it was seriously it was like it was like almost zero degrees and like they wanted to get like that chaise shot out front but in front of chaise or whatever with this with this light up sign i'm like okay whatever we'll stop the limo we'll go there we'll shoot it but like I literally, literally, like this groom was like not having it, but the girl really wanted to do it. And I literally had, I want to say like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, something like that. They got out of the limo. I did my my shoot with my touch shot with my with my second shooter before they got there. Shot it, you know what I mean? I did like four or five little poses. And I'm like, and it was I was really happy with what I got. But I was like, dude, if I would have shot in that like seven years ago, like I would have needed like 15, 10 minutes to like get the shot that I just got. And that's the mark of having experience of as a photographer when we're in those situations. Um, and I feel like that's what couples are really paying for when they hire one of us that has, you know, kind of the experience of being able to do that in those situations. But when you look at somebody else's portfolio, and this is why I guess we're being crotchety, right? Cause when you look at somebody else's portfolio and like that image looks the same or like similar, but like it was is under completely different circumstances, Um, it's not, that's why I use the word disingenuous to show like, Hey, who am I paying for? What am I getting? Well, all this work is actually what happened on the wedding day. And this is not, and it's different,
0: you know? Okay. You three, I have an idea. (laughs) The three of us should host a shootout and it lasts 10 seconds. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yes. That's real life. Hey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, uh, that said, let's talk a little bit. So Neil and I had, uh, Lindsay, you weren't part of this and Jimmy wasn't part of this. Um, and we're just going to kind of talk about it openly on the show. Um, but like Neil and I had a phone conversation just about like the future of the podcast and where we're going and just in terms of time commitment and, and everything like that. So let's just, uh, have the open conversation. Neil, maybe started off with kind of what, what you were mentioning and then we'll kind of talk about, you know the you know the future of where we're yeah. going from here you know
0: yeah we're we're talking behind Lindsay's back um <laughs> and <laughs> uh, you know andy andy asked uh, what my thoughts are of of having Lindsay on uh on the show you know a little bit more often and I, I love the idea and and i told him that it's um it's good timing uh only because it's it's time i don't want to say it's time to move on um so it, 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 it kind of is for me um, me personally to um, not say goodbye hundred um, percent oh my gosh I'm kind of getting emotional just talking about this of, of saying goodbye to the show um, which I don't want it to be a goodbye forever I, I want to um, I have a lot going on and I want to take my business to a whole nother realm and it's going to take a lot of time for me to do that. Um And this in the show, you know, the show does eat up quite a bit of time. And um, I mean, Andy, I, I looked into our past episodes. I mean, we've been doing the show since January 22nd of 2015.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: You know, I mean, we're we're almost at that five year mark. That's it's. it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, I I never I never thought we would we would make either, it this far. I, to be I thought like maybe
1: this would go like a year, like, a year and a half, or something like that. You know, like
0: yeah, yeah. And but I like Andy and I, you know, we both kind of agreed that we don't want to just end the show. Um, we we kind of want to. We're we're just going to get a little bit more busier as time goes on, and and we want it to keep going and um, and see it move on. Um, so, so that's kind of like what we talked about. Um, I don't know if anything else that we, I don't know what else we want to say about this. Yeah. Right well,
1: now. no, I just wanted to, you know, cause we talked about it and we said we were going to have kind of the open conversation on the show and everything like that. Um, and for me, well, well,
0: for reason, I'm sorry, Andy. Yes, for one reason, is because I didn't want people to talk like, "Oh, Neil left because of." I don't want rumors to fly like, "Oh, Lindsay pushed Neil out," or yes. Neil and Andy weren't getting along, or Jimmy is too crazy for, <laughs> to Neil for Neil, or, or I, I like, yeah, I just don't want rumors to fly. It, yeah. I, I've, you know, I, I'm. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 about that time, you know, for sure. for me to to move on so, and, and, and andy's got a lot going on himself too so in
1: right so God. so basically um you know as far as where i am and have been with the podcast and everything like that um you know i love doing it but it is it's a time commitment and it's more of a time commitment than you might think you know what i mean especially um with the editing because like so like tomorrow i'm gonna take like um you know, like another couple hours beyond what we're doing here to like edit the podcast in and then get it posted and post it where it needs to go. And, and sometimes that two hours becomes three because everything takes longer than you think it's going to and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but the the and and so i don't know what's really going to happen with my situation um which i have a conundrum for you guys in just a second that i'm going to ask you about like a baby a baby conundrum and your wedding photographer <laughs> in a second but uh, but in january um you know i'm going to be having a kid and my first kid and um and when i think about time and everything like that i just don't know what's going to happen then so basically kind of but what we were talking about, um, scheduling on this show has always been kind of an issue, too, because it's like, especially getting other people onto the podcast, like, like last couple weeks ago, like, like, I was talking to Lindsay, I was like, Oh, we're gonna do Thursday. And then like that Thursday became Monday. And then, and then like, Oh, Jimmy can do it, but he can't do it this day. And so kind of what, yeah, I'm, what yeah. I'm thinking is going to happen from here is uh, we're, you know, the show's not we're not ending the show. Like the show is going to continue going in one, one way form or another, or we'll see what happens. Cause really anything Mm -hmm. can kind of happen. I I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to take it one step at a time and see where things go. Um, but what I'm kind of thinking is like, for example, uh, cause one of the real challenges is changing the night and all that. Like, I think what needs to happen is like, we need to, when we can talk about this after the show, after this recording, but like it needs to be like this night, like Thursday, at nine 30 or Wednesday or whatever, but that's the time we record and whoever can make it can make it. And I'm kind of thinking about like just putting it out there. Like I'm having like kind of like a more of an open roll call to like people that are interested in, in coming in and being on the show. Now the only problem with me is that somebody has got to hold the reins and like get the podcast like posted and all that. So as much as I might want to take more of a step back from time (laughs) to time, I really kind of can't in order to kind of keep it going But we have had shows in the past where, like, um, you know, like we had Jim, Jimmy Ferrara, and like uh, James Kelly, like did a show once. I think we had another Mm -hmm. somebody else do that at one point. Yeah. Um, So I I might take advantage of that or try to take advantage of that if it's possible, like later on in January. But for right now, what I'm kind of thinking is, um, number one, deciding on a time and date, and that's just what it is. Whoever can make it can make it. And, 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 and for example, Neil, like you'll still, you know, well, you'll be on that list and like, if you can make it great and if not, do not worry about it. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah, cause yeah. I, would like that I, th-
0: I think that'll help me yes. a lot.
1: And, and honestly, do not worry about it and don't feel bad. Cause I, in mm-hmm. my perfect world, I would love that too. I would, I, <laughs> it's kind of thinking about it. I'm like, I wouldn't mind being a guest on a podcast, not having to do this editing. editing. You know what I mean? Like maybe the wedding photo hangover guys want to have me on once every third month or something like that. You know, that would be mm-hmm. uh, that that would be okay with me but i do i do love doing this and i and i want to see what happens with it i guess you know what i mean like having it having it be more open so we'll kind of take it one step at a time and see where things kind of go from there but that's kind of um what i'm thinking and 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 in that that nature i guess if uh if there are listeners um that have ever had kind of a a dying interest to maybe join on once in a while and maybe see how things go and you know and take it one step at a time uh, maybe this is uh, this is the time to um, you know shoot us a message and maybe let us know, and maybe we 'll try um, you know because the whole idea is wedding photographers unite right it 's bringing uh, wedding photographers from all over the place and that 's been the biggest benefit and joy really of doing the show is getting to know people from all across the country across the world you know from doing our little silly show here on wedding photography and meeting other wedding photographers and everything like that so in the spirit of spirit of that. I think trying to open it up a little bit more having those open calls for the days that we're going to record, um, you know, and we'll kind of see where things go. But, you know, for right now, um, I think I am going to still have to hold the reins at least for the next couple of months to see where (laughs) things go. So, um, but I, it's not, and it's not that I don't like, I love, I love doing this. Um, it's just, um, I I would like to be in the position where I could say no and it would be okay too. I just don't know if it would, if it would get there, you know, but in any event, Mm. um, uh that's kind of just that's how i'm feeling i think that's how neil's feeling and uh and we just wanted to be open about where we're at right now so so nothing kind of comes as a surprise as because things things are changing a little bit like the brake caliper that i that i put on my car today right bringing it back home right like the brake caliper like the old one the old one did its job do you know what i mean but now there's a new brake caliper on that car ready to stop stop the brakes uh, okay, I'll stop with this. <laughs> Lindsay's just looking at me and shaking her head. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I've gone a step too far. Gosh, you know, what, you know, what? I, I
0: thought I was emotionally ready to to say goodbye, and then all of a sudden, I started talking about it on the show. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't imagine saying goodbye. Um, well, it's not.
1: But uh, I don't know. I, you know yeah, I know. it's not.
0: But but, but you know, what? I'd, I'd like to sit back and and listen to the show and see where it goes too. You know, I, I do want to come become a listener because when I'm on it, I don't want to listen to myself talk. So I, I just I'd never listen to an episode. So I, I'd like to become a listener and just see where what we created and, and watch where it goes. I'd like to be one of those those people, too. So I don't know. I, I think setting a schedule, I you know, if you can make it. If you can't, exactly, then, gosh, Andy, if you're the only one that can make it, I <laughs> it might be a one-man show.
1: <laughs> well, well, that show is not happening because, believe me, I talk enough <laughs> on the show even when there are other people on it. So don't worry about that. That's not happening.
0: <laughs> but you know Jimmy would, though. Oh, yeah. I would listen do. to
1: that. I would listen <laughs> I to do,
0: that. I
2: would, too. Just <laughs> ramble
0: on yeah. for an hour. Where would he take his <laughs> show all by himself? <laughs>
1: right. 100%. So... Um, so yeah, I well, guess maybe we so, can continue the rest of this conversation off off the air and right. Or but is there anything else uh, we want to mention about that? Or should I don't we? Know.
0: I mean, I mean, Lindsay, what, what are your thoughts right. on possibly you know being on the on the show a little bit more? Or, um, yeah, more, I'm always happy
2: to, to share, and and obviously you guys have a lot going on, and you know I'm happy to help wherever I can. And you, you know if it ends up being you know you bring one of the. The listeners in for an interview here and there, you know there's a lot of ways to to fill airspace when when weeks are busy, so you know we'll figure it out,
1: right, or maybe just even having on those off weeks um having like short episodes, you know what I mean like if if people can't make it one week, I'm like, well, maybe I'll do a fifteen minute interview, and that's what it is that week or something who knows we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. um. But uh, but the show's not leaving, so don't don't think that we're that we're leaving or anything like that. It's just kind of changing and morphing a little bit, and we'll see what happens. And there are no, you know, who knows what'll happen. We'll see what happens. So, mm-hmm. uh, just wanted to mention that and be and let our listeners know. So, okay, um, okay. So I mentioned to you that I have a uh, conundrum for you. Let's say that you're a wedding photographer, and let's say. That you have a baby coming January sixth of twenty twenty. I think you're barking
2: um, up the wrong tree with us. Two. Yeah, but yeah let's, really. Let's just
1: <laughs> let's just say you do. All right. Um. <laughs> cheers! Cheers to that, Lindsay. Cheers, Neil. <laughs> but if you did, um, and you and you had a wedding December fourteenth, what would you do? In that situation, you know, babies sometimes do come early. Like sometimes they can come. It's, I mean, it's not, it's definitely uncommon, but it's not unheard of for a baby to come like a month before the due date, something like yeah. that. And I have a December 14th wedding, and I'm just, I have an idea of what I think I'm going to do, but I'm just wondering what you would do, and uh, if you were in that situation as a conundrum.
0: Oh, I'd love to be on call for you, but I have a wedding yeah. that day too.
1: Mm. I uh, don't. But, uh, so put me on. Well, there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> that, 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 that would be the first and foremost thing I would do is is put someone, maybe one or two people on call. Lindsay, I would definitely put. You know, she she says she's available. Mm-hmm. She says absolutely. You know, with a smile. That that's that's key right there. She said it with a smile. Right. Um, so that means she's honest and excited for you. Right. Because of the so ch- <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> because the challenge is like. Who, if somebody is on call you can't, i can't really necessarily pay them you know what i mean like but they're also still blocking off that day you but know? it's
2: december and right now you know it, the odds of anyone booking another wedding that day like it's
1: right. yeah
2: no one's gonna lose out on their their saturday and people who are your friends in the industry they understand and are going to be happy to be on call for you yeah. i've done it in the past i've filled in for several photographers actually who've booked weddings and then realize, Oh, I'm having a baby that month. I'm not going to be able to shoot it. And you know, they bring me on as an associate and I'll shoot it. They'll edit it.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when, when do you now, hopefully I'm thinking like, you know, that this is, that would be like an emergency kind of thing. Like it would, it would happen that day. Like, like she'd have to be giving birth that day in order for it to really come up. Right. Because like, I'm not going to, now, would you tell your clients anything or would you just kind of, um, hmm. cause I, cause it's a low probability, right? It's, I mean, I'm thinking I'm, I'm probably not going to, cause it's a low probability and anything can kind of happen, but like.
0: That's about, yeah, that's about three weeks. I don't know, Lindsay, would you say something to your clients?
1: Uh, that's a tough three, one.
0: Three weeks. I mean. I, you don't, don't want to worry them. It, exactly. Right. That's the thing. But, you, but yeah. So if you don't want to worry them.
2: But they might already know she's pregnant if they follow you on social media. You know, they may have already put two and two together. So right. maybe it's nice to just say ahead of time, hey, just in case you're worried about this, I have this other photographer, you know, on call if anything were to happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know that you you certainly don't need to tell them. Right. You're not under any obligation.
0: Unless they know. But, Andy, I don't think you've really been posting well, like anything. Well, I just anything. posted
1: on Facebook. um I posted on Facebook. Um,
0: the due date?
1: N- well, yes. And I, I actually did post the due date because I didn't want the majority of my clients to worry. So I said coming in January. Right. Um, OK. And, and that's specifically why I put that there. because and, and it's so crazy, right, that we should have to worry about that. Um, but I did. I felt like I was like, man, if I if I even post this this baby announcement and I don't put a due date, people, I'm going to get like phone calls of people asking like, when's a due date? When's this thing happening? Because people will client, cause I have a lot of clients on there and they're going to be freaking out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. And it's, so it's like, you know, but it's the reality of the, of the situation. Um, you know, it, it would, ha- the rea- it would have to be that day. That would have to be the, the chances of that are so low, but it is and a it, possibility. You know, it's like
0: if, if you feel the need to tell them, which I mean, if they are following you on social media, I, w- I would just tell them, be honest with them, say, hey, you know what? Um, the baby's due January 6th. But, you know, there's low probability. Uh, but I do have other photographers lined up. And I, I'm i guessing that is Scott possibly your second shooter.
1: Uh, Will is my second shooter. And he's, is. he's okay. aware of the situation. And he's, and yeah.
0: he's a dynamite yep. shooter, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, just to let them know that, you know, you have a backup plan right. um, and you're thinking about them and you're being honest with them and I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Or be really worried. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's kind of yeah, what I'm... Uh, you don't want it to
0: happen and then all of a sudden, bam, surprise. But then, you know... But that can happen any system. wedding we too. That's that. kind of yeah, what I think. Like happen. like literally, any,
1: every single wedding that we, that we book... That could happen. Like there could be a car accident, or like something could happen at, at any case. And, um, you know, so I don't know. I'm a little and conflicted. I you know?
0: uh, honestly, I would not. I wouldn't say anything because then it's going to stress them out. Right. Just add little little piece to their stress. They're, I'm sure they're probably stressed about a lot of other things, but just to add just a little well, bit more to I mean. it. That's kind of why I'm, I'm
1: thinking no. If, if I was within. If, if, if I, if I yeah, was within the was week that, or something like yeah. that, then I would definitely, there would be no question. But because I'm three weeks plus outside of that time, um, I think I'm going with option A. Yeah.
0: I just, I, I, just, so. I just
1: wanted to talk about that openly and see what the, the professional opinion was uh, amongst us. Lindsay, do you have something more to say? It seems like you might have something more to say. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: very indecisive on okay, this one. Okay, yeah, right. My, my thought is if it's keeping you up at night, stressing about them not knowing and what if it happens, and, and it will help you feel better about the situation mm, if you tell them, then tell them. But otherwise, I don't think you have any obligation yeah. at this point.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And remember the day, uh, that, that wedding day, it's, it's not about... Yeah, you know, and, and, I don't know. I'm not gonna say
1: anything. Yeah, I, um, it's not about me. It's about them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay. I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> okay. but um, but I was also gonna say that you know not a lot of people care about that too. Right about they care about themselves in the day of so. right.
1: Well, which is human nature, <laughs> and that's okay to yeah. say that. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, last episode, uh, when we were talking about Gary and Gary's NDA. Remember that conversation we were talking about Gary and like the, yeah. he asked about yeah. the couple the NDA and then I was like nope he actually means model release they don't want to sign his model release and it turns out nope the couple actually legitimately wanted him to sign a non disclosure agreement saying not that he will not mention that he photographed this couple's wedding so the couple actually did want him they they presented him with a document that said hey sign with this NDA so that you don't tell anybody that you photographed my wedding Hmm. just i I, because i was this
0: post in the group or no it wasn't because so because
1: as soon as we recorded it and i posted it i thought Mm -hmm. twice and i was like wait a second maybe he actually does mean nda and uh and i messaged him a couple times because this was the guy that i second shot with when i was in la and and he basically um said no like they want me to sign an nda you know, like to not, that that I am not going to mention. And you can imagine the certain, you know, if you're shooting like a Hollywood couple's wedding, mm-hmm. for example. And I'm not sure that this was that case. I think this was just a couple that was getting a little overly excited, right? But like if, if you were shooting, let's, let's say like some NBA star's wedding, you know, that was like a high profile thing. And they didn't want you to know. I could imagine them getting the idea that, hey, sign this NDA because uh, I don't want you posting photos or letting anybody know that you were even here you know what I mean? As part of this event. So I'm just kind of putting that out there as a correction that that is a possibility within the realm of things. But I think I just haven't experienced that before. And that's why I kind of went to do that. Uh, we all went to that conclusion. Mm. You know, uh, we have a uh, quite a bit of people. Um, well, okay. I should do, uh, we have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is wedding photographers unite a bi-weekly Lindsay, wedding photography over. podcast for photographers
2: by wedding photographers. Oh, there
1: we go. <laughs> come on.
2: What an honor.
1: That was, that was something. Um, uh, the show goes live roughly Thanks, every you. other week. And yeah. while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes, subscribe in iTunes and help us help you by sending in questions to info at wedding or contact us on our Facebook page. Uh, we'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. And uh, we had quite a few people write in uh, to the Facebook group uh, this week talking about all sorts of things, and we'll hit the bigger points. Um, uh, One of them that I wanted to mention was Megan. And Megan um, said that she ran into a situation with her wedding on Saturday where a guest showed up to a wedding with more equipment than... We had to just video the speeches. I approached the person before the ceremony, letting her know that my husband and I were the only photographers to shoot the wedding and he didn't mind if we wanted to video the speeches during the reception. Can I skip this because this is long? Um, yeah. I probably should just keep going. Uh, I let the wedding planner <laughs> know that this was an issue, so we approached her again saying that we are the hired photographers per contract and that we would appreciate if she didn't take photos as she thought was she was the only one there to video speeches again. And here we are at the reception, and she is pulling couples out and setting up photos, really trying hard and, and continuing to take photos. The wedding planner and I approached a third time, letting her know that she could not post any of these photos until after the bride and groom received the photos from us, as we were the paid vendors. Just to guess taking photos or not, this person appeared to be a professional based on her gear. Curious, has this happened to anybody? What do you do after approaching them three times? <laughs> she wasn't in her way. Uh, she wasn't in our way during some of the shots, but her presence of taking the photos during the ceremony and throughout the reception was so distracting and disrespectful to us. We um, let it go, really, not knowing the, what we could have done. We didn't want to upset the bride and groom, so we didn't make a huge deal. Any suggestions? What do you say in that moment? What do you do? My good lord!
2: <laughs> uh, Wants well, to start. <laughs>
1: Neil, what do you do, Lindsay? What do you do? Or you can give the quick well, version if you don't want to get into it. Wow, that, we haven't had have been like stumped like on the podcast. This, I have a lot I to mean, say. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's so uh, there's a it. lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> because just this, this is like every. Correct me if I'm wrong, Lindsay, but this is like every photographer is like not worst nightmare, but it's it's just not something we look forward to on the day of a wedding you know the,
2: the kicker too is them taking them outside and getting special shots you know there's only so many opportunities to do that in an evening you don't want to pull them away more than once and when you do you want to make it really quick for them and, and get them back to their wedding and so the fact that this other person is taking that time from you it's That's just extra annoying. But are they
0: taking away the bride and groom or just guests? Because I I think I saw guests on there. So I've I've had that problem before. It's where they're taking guests away and, and doing shots. And I've had that problem. And I was like, you know what? Go ahead and do that all you want because I'm not going to. Well, that's Uh,
2: perfect if they're taking the guests out and doing the gripping grins for you. Absolutely, I thought it was bride and groom they took outside. I thought
0: so too at first, and then all of a sudden, I think I reread it. Andy, are you you rereading it? I'm Um, I'm
1: trying to look to reread it again right now. Okay. Um, I think I
0: mean, especially if like the father or or the mother brought that person on or hired that person. um, I mean, the I'm sure the. The mother or the parents or whatever probably want like certain shots of, you know, the table shots, the things that we normally don't do. Um, if they brought them on to do all that stuff, then go ahead. Make, yeah, that, that helps me out even more. Stay out of my way. Uh, just leave the bride and groom alone. But once they start taking the bride and groom, oh, hell no. No way.
2: Right. Uh-uh. But what can you do? Like, it, it, I think they did the right thing. Just rise above it. Make sure you get better photos than they
0: do. Well, absolutely. Um, but talk to the Brian groom. Be like, "Hey, what's what's going on here? Do you guys know this person? Uh, is it? Were you guys aware that this person was going to be, you know, taking you guys away? I want to make sure that I capture everything. So please make sure I'm there. And then, of course, I would I'd bring out more lights than that person does, and and blow them away with with my shots. But, um, uh, yeah, wow,
1: yeah. What a nightmare. So, so actually. And reading it again um, without me speaking it, <laughs> I was able to pay more attention. Um, so, I, I actually don't think this is that huge of a problem. It just so happens to be that there's another guest with a 70 to 200. You know what? Shoot the freaking ceremony. As long as you're in the back and not in my way, do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I throw my hands up in the air to that, you know? And I even throw my hands up into the air of, you know, as long as you're not in my way, shooting throughout the whole day, don't really care. Now, the only time I'm going to say something to you is when you are shooting over my shoulder and I'm working with a couple and you're part of that process and, and distracting, even by your presence being there, that's not okay then. Like working mm-hmm. with a couple, working with a wedding party, that kind of thing. But other than that, whatever. I, I, I've I, I don't, I've got bigger fish to fry than that. My shots are going to be better. Even if you do have pro gear, don't even really care. I, I, my, I, I got paid, I got paid gear, to be there. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Even if they have a seventy two hundred on it, their lens, man. I I, go, I bet you any money that pop up flashes go, up.
1: Go for yeah. it. <laughs> Doesn't
2: mean they know how to use it. <laughs> go for
1: right. it. I'm the photographer being paid. I got paid that day. You know what I mean? As long mm-hmm. as you're not in my shots, do whatever you want. I don't really care. I'm done. I'm done, yeah, now, I'm done now, caring now, about. Yeah. It, you know?
0: If, now if they're setting up speed lights around the dance floor, then that is it's not like, okay. Yeah. Then it's like, oh yep. man.
1: Then then I would <laughs> then I would say something then too. But Mm -hmm. as long as they're completely out of the way, if they ever gotten like my shot once, I would, I would go right over there and I would kindly ask them to move aside, you know, one time. But if they were getting my way, then that would be a real problem for me. But, but other than that, I don't, whatever, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, It sounds like they stayed out of the way too. So I guess, you know, they did the right thing by just dealing with it. I think if you're really sensitive though, about the marketing opportunities after the wedding, you know, sometimes the, um, the cousin or the uncle or whoever it is gets their photos to the couple the next day. And those are all over social media. And by the time they get your photos, right. you know, it's, it's old news. So if you're really sensitive about that, maybe try to get one hero image out to them, you know, that night or early the next morning, if you've got yes. the time, just so That's that that ends idea. up being the photo that they share. Yes. Um, but yeah, very, otherwise yeah. you just have to rise above.
1: I, I cared a hundred percent. I cared a lot more about that, earlier in my career than I care now, you know, sure. like as earlier in my career, like I was trying to build things up and, and I was more concerned about that kind of stuff. But, but I also have learned that this year, every single Monday following my wedding weekends, they get like 10, 15 sneak peek shots. Like I've just put that into my workflow that Mondays are about delivering sneak peeks because I want my stuff to be the stuff that they share. It matters. Like it, abs- like it's definitely been amazing for my business and when I look back on years past when I wasn't like – like, couples were going, like, sometimes six weeks before getting, like, anything. You know, like, like even the sneak peeks or whatever, like, in years past. And I'm like, well, how did I even do that back then? So, like, it's – Oh, boy. That's it, what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. Well, but
0: – Well, yeah, but you know what? My thought process behind that is it gets all the crap out of the way, you know, because, because – <laughs> All the cell phone I love crap out, out out of the way because if I if I post a sneak peek, then everybody else is you know posting their their cell phone Snapchats or whatever with their filters with bunny ears on them, you know that's just gonna push mine out uh, uh, like down yeah, down it'll
1: get buried.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I want all that fluff out of there, and then I'll start dropping some bombs.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our strategies. It's okay. As long- <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe six weeks is a little too long to wait, but it's. I'm probably about there right now. I'm probably about four weeks, maybe. Right. Lindsay, Lindsay, what's your thought process behind posting sneak peeks and getting things out to them?
2: Uh, so at the beginning of the season, within a week, I was doing highlights. Now I'm, yeah, like a month out. <laughs> I'm right with well, you. Lindsay so. even
0: <laughs> calls it a different name. They're called highlights, not sneak peeks. <laughs> Yeah. I like that.
2: Whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, well So
2: I'll do, instead of uh, like 10 photos, I'll do just the highlights of the full day. So the best of the prep photos, the best of the portraits, the best of the ceremony, best of reception, do a whole blog post, share that link with the couple so that they'll then share their whole wedding story uh, with their friends and family. That's sort of my workflow. Uh, but to do a full day's worth of highlights an entire blog post takes a lot of time which is why now a week is turned into a month it is what it is get a couple double wedding weekends in a row and it's all out the window but
1: okay so don't yell at me for asking this sure but are people still
0: blogging
2: yes (laughs)
1: okay so see that 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 was my thought that went through my head too when you said blog was i'm like because if i was doing a blog post like i haven't heard the word vlog in quite some time
0: Um, only because there's so much, so much, I mean, social media is pretty much a blog of our lives Mm -hmm. and especially businesses and stuff like that. So in people, that's how people find out about us. And I was kind of wondering if people even blog anymore.
2: Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's great for the SEO on your website. So the, the big thing is, Uh, the client will take the link to my website, to their blog post, post it on their social media channels. It drives traffic then back to my website, which is great for SEO. And then all of those images in the blog post are all um, tagged. All the metadata and the titles and everything are all relevant to the place they're getting married and so forth, so that if anyone Google searches the venue, my photos may show up from my blog, that sort of thing. Uh, so a lot of people do find their photographers on social media, but a lot of them still do a classic Google search too. So, um, while I don't know how many people really, I mean, I do know because I follow my Google analytics and I see, you know, Mm -hmm. what is the process people take when they get to my website? Do they start at the blog because they got a link from their friends to a blog post and then they go and check out my portfolio and my pricing. You know, it's interesting to follow those analytics to see where your traffic's coming from, how they view your site, where they go, how long they spend on each page. All of that stuff's really fascinating, but they certainly go to the blog. Um,
0: I used to blog every day. We used to blog every single day, new image every single day for two years. And SEO was great during the time. And then all of a sudden we released a new website. We spent about half a year of SEO of the new website and the new website just blew the blog away. I mean, I was only getting, I mean, I used to get about 200 hits per day on my blog. Then all of a sudden it just dwindled down to like three to five hits per day. Um, and the, the the new website just kind of like really, really took over. And I was like, you know what, I'm not even going to waste my time of blogging anymore. So I was just kind of wondering if, you know, if, if you guys have new websites as to where, you know, your SEO is just, uh, blowing your blogs away or not? So I was just kind of wondering if I
1: don't even. I used to pay attention to Google Analytics and stuff. Oh, I don't I, 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 don't, st- even, I, I don't do it, at, it. I don't do it at all. Lindsay anymore. do you check your
0: SEO or your Google, your analytics a lot?
2: Um, not like a lot, how, but no? yeah, okay. occasionally. You know, maybe every few months or something. I'll check. Oh, jeez.
0: I'm checking it like every other day.
2: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to. Andy, no, no, no. I I literally I haven't probably checked it in like a year or something like that. Which okay. is weird for me because I used to all the time, like I, yeah. when I used to do blog posts, I would like post a blog post and I would like go to Google Analytics and you could look look at the live view and see yeah. who's logging on like then at that second. Yeah, yeah. I would do that all yeah. the time, but then yeah. I stopped blogging, <laughs> and uh, just didn't, you know I so I don't really check that at all anymore. And I, you know, I'm getting enough inquiries, I'm busy enough, and it's it's yeah. good. I have no hashtags on Instagram. That's that's uh, <laughs> my policy. Uh, no, no tagging photos, no blogging, no putting, putting venues I'm shooting at there or anything like that. I'll I'll put the, I'll put where I shot and that's it and for a
2: man of so many words it's amazing how little <laughs> that's why to i talk do this, this podcast he has
1: his weight and that's it dude i <laughs> i can i will talk your ear off but i but i will not i cannot write i cannot stand writing more than like two sentences i hate it i i just hate it so it just you know but that's why that's why i want to do the podcast because i can you know i can communicate this way but i i just i'm not a good writer i don't take the time i don't care so, Neil's Have you used Neil's the, writing uh, the book. Go buy Neil's book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you guys used the Google um, Search Console, where you can see the the words people type to get to your website? Well, that's part
0: of analytics, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's yeah. fun.
0: They always spell my name wrong, but hey, at least Google still <laughs> finds me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's I sorted it recently to see what I do rank number one for and it's like it's so random it's not venues that I've been to often it's not the things that I'm really trying to push like I'm the number one photographer for rainbow wedding photographer and it's all because I have one cool photo with a rainbow in it and somehow I'm like Number one on all of Google for Rainbow Wedding. So so
1: what is interesting, <laughs> Lindsay, is that because I used to do that, like each one of my images when I blogged, I would put like underneath like all the tags and all that kind of stuff or I would, I would actually name the image, like I would put the names in the image t- separated by hyphens. And yep. so you can still search a lot of my stuff. But the problem is Is that people are seeing All my old like 2013 work And 2014 work Because that's (laughs) when I stopped doing that Um, And it's kind of embarrassing Like when you When you google my name And look at the images That come up It's like embarrassing Because it's all like My old like 2013 work (laughs) You know Yeah It was before I got better, you know, so. I'm always paranoid
2: um, on Facebook. You know, you you see the most recent photo. And if you just click the backwards arrow instead of the forwards arrow, it takes you back to like 2008.
0: No, no. Your first
2: photo.
0: Right. Well, for for a while, uh, when you Google my name, like my MySpace images would show up. It's like, (laughs) what? Isn't MySpace dead? Why are my images from MySpace from 2005 still showing up? (laughs)
1: So uh, we actually have um, We're going long enough already But we have um, Quite a bit of um, other top Other people I just wanted to like get back to So let's let's run through them But let's kind of try and do it a little bit more Kind of quick fire kind of way So we can like hit these topics And a lot of these are topics that we've talked about before um, that have come up before, but I, I do like um you know if people take the time to write in and i, I usually don 't always respond because i 'm bad with words, I do like to kind of like uh <laughs> bring it up on the show um, so uh so Dan wrote in uh, well actually that one that one 's okay um <laughs> sorry dan uh, and and his, his question got answered too um, did we? Yeah, I guess maybe. Let me ask Molly's. Molly had a couple good ones. Um, pricing question for you. I have an engagement session, and they want a one-half in-home session, one-half at a national park. Normally, my engagement sessions are about an hour, and the park they mentioned is 40 minutes from their house. So looking at two-plus two, two plus hours total with that drive. She's got a 40-minute drive from one location to another. Do you tr- uh, charge the normal travel rate for the driving time, or would you include the driving time in your hourly rate? How do you handle that? You book a couple of books an engagement session, one location is 40 minutes away from the other, adding quite a, you know, adding a bit of time to your shoot. Mm-hmm. Do you roll with the punches? You know, I really don't
0: know. I really don't know the travel rates and all that stuff, which I should. You, don't you take take the mileage and, and guess what it is? Um, I really 50, don't do that.
1: 56 cents a mile is the, is the typical. Um, okay. Yeah. Based on the IRS. Or whatever. Yeah. I
0: I really don't do that. I see, okay, you know what? This place is really different. I'm going to get some really cool stuff here, Um, but I will, I will say, you know, my time is worth this, and my hourly rate is 400. I'm not going to charge that because I'm just sitting in a car. Uh, So I'll be, I'll, I'll just say like, usually what we we toss out there is 250 bucks um extra but that's just us that's just me but of course things will change depends on how far away it is and all that stuff and what time of day it is what what time of year it is how busy we are all that stuff so we'll just kind of take an account and just toss a number out there and and see if they'll do it
1: mm-hmm. i kind of roll uh, with those punches yeah uh, I mean, every situation different Every res- everyone's different unless it's like they're being blatant jerks um you know, like I kind of plan on shooting anywhere from an hour to two hours, just within my normal rate, and like I'll drive anywhere, like up to an hour and fifteen minutes before I really say anything. You know, like I, I'll I'll plan on like a half day for an engagement shoot, and I just kind of base my rates around that. Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose, but I try to avoid those travel conversations whenever I can. Um, do you what do you what do you do, Lindsay? Do you similar or?
2: yeah I, I agree you just it depends on how bad you want the shoot like if you've already booked the wedding right um and then in, in your pricing it says it's a one hour one hour session and you list what your hourly rate is you could very easily just say like okay then you know it's 300 an hour or whatever your hourly rate is mm-hmm. um but kind of like you guys if it's a cool location and um, I think I'm going to get something for my portfolio out of it, or they're just cool people that I want to spend more time with. um, Then, you know, I'm just going to roll with it. Mm -hmm. Just, I think going above and beyond for your couples is always going to lead to good, good referrals. And people are going to talk about that. Like, Oh, she, she came to our house, but then she also came to this national park and hiked with us for an hour you know they remember you going the extra mile so just suck it up if you can and if you don't like the people and don't care about the shoot then see if you can get some money out of it I guess but
0: yeah we we photographed one um one couple's uh, engagement session at a at a family family cabin and it was about two two and a half hours away and then all of a sudden her sister booked us and wanted the same session that far like at the same location so we kind of had to scramble in the in the past emails of what we charged our sister and made sure that we charged the same thing uh because the sister tried to get it for free but, yeah uh, that's
2: a really good point you can get yourself into trouble where everyone <laughs> then expects you to hike for uh-huh. three hours for their session yeah so be careful yeah. with that i guess
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> okay yep so we have another one uh fire. yeah uh Stuart, we already kind of mentioned this in a recent podcast. So I think, uh, and it got it got answered pretty well. Stuart was just mentioning about, uh, you know, the venue wants to use the images and doesn't want to credit you. That conversation, which we had, have had recently. Um, we already answered this too. Cause Martin mentioned a uh, question for my American friends, how long on average do you get for the bride and groom? Um, so how, well, as your quick fire way, um, let's on average, I probably, I tend to get about 45 minutes because I really push them for that. You know, um, sometimes I even do push them a little bit more, you know what I mean? And I get, I get even an hour. I want to have the most amount of time with a couple. I would rather have less time with wedding party and less time with family portraits, but I still need a certain amount of time. But I typically get about 45, but I have to push pretty hard to even get that. And when I say 45, it's because I planned an hour and then that hour becomes 45 minutes, you know? So what do you, what do you, what do you typically get with them? Um, Lindsay?
2: So I try to be a part of the timeline planning process as much as I can Mm -hmm. to, uh, allow us the time that I want. Uh, so I'll generally recommend half hour for family. It doesn't take that long, but just half hour, just in case someone's missing or whatever, um, half hour for bridal party, half hour for the couple. But, um, you know, if they're doing a first look, and we've got the option to, to have more time. More time's already always better. Uh, so I'll tell them, you know, okay, well we want to get to the venue ahead of time and we're gonna need to stop for at a gas station. Someone's gonna need to go to the bathroom and I'll just tell them we need to add however much extra time I want. Yeah. Um and a lot of times people want to go to multiple locations. So it just really depends on the wedding. But as a general rule, I'd like an hour and a half.
1: So one for thing everything. One thing everybody. that I've become adamant about this year in particular, just adamant about seeing the things that I've seen this wedding season is I say I need an hour and a half of time between all these different things. Give me two hours I'll work at a higher level of work. That's my little line that I use. And this is what I become adamant about saying: if you have a videographer that wants to direct you as well, be sure to add the amount of time that they need to direct you into your timeline. I am just adamant about it. After things that think this past wedding season and last year, it's been it's been interesting out there. Um, and so I'm just I'm just on it, man. I'm 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 on it at my initial consults now. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, just I'm just like. And, and, I, and I'm also on it in terms of saying when you're hiring a videographer, um, you know, there are some videographers that will photo, that will um, document your day from a photojournalistic standpoint. They'll have long lenses and hang back and work off of the shots that I'm shooting. Those are the first people. I'm happy to recommend some people that, that fit that description. However, if you have a videographer that, that needs time to direct, that's fine. Just make sure that you ask them how much time and then add that, please. <laughs> into into the the timeline you know um because uh if you guys saw the post that i put um in the group (laughs) (laughs) recently um you know, uh, these kinds of things are happening and, uh, and they don't have long lenses all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's shocking because I'm having the conversation. <laughs> I'm having the conversation with you three minutes before we do this. Like, like literally three minutes before this, we do this. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be here. You can be here. And then your other person can be here. And then we're going to come and they're going to meet and this'll be great. Right. And then, and then I'm like set up for the shot and like, dude walks into the frame just walks right into the frame I'm like oh like i would not I, what what you know he's what gotta I mean? get like, his
0: glide cam 35 millimeter shot man yeah, for the, the swoop the swoop
1: <laughs> i am just i'm i'm like i don't even know because to, you know to, to, that
0: that moment can't be recreated <laughs> right to nope. do a swoop
1: yeah and can't. and and very luckily that was an easy enough edit that I sucked it up and just did it and I'm going to spread the love, Lindsay. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. But like, but honestly, like, like I literally, like part of me was like so upset reliving that moment and seeing that again, that I'm like, screw this. Like I'm going to sit here and work another hour, hour and a half on editing these images because this dude jumps in front of the camera. Like, like, I'm sorry, but that's, that's the reality of like he, like that wasn't, and I'm sure it wasn't intentional. You know, it's not like he was trying to be a jerk. Like, let, I want to be clear about that and, and nothing but love. Do you know what I mean? But that was unprofessional on that part when we had the conversation ahead of time and it's constantly happening. This stuff is constantly happening the more, like more and more than it even used to. Um, And it's just, it's, be, it's, it is, I am becoming old and crotchety about it because it's, it's, uh, it's not okay. I, part of me li- literally sincerely and seriously, like I'm, I am so serious. Like, if if I ever come to the point where I'm not booking as much as, as, as I w- should be booking, you're gonna see this website. It's gonna be called Andy Pushami Videography. Now, if you're listening, if you're listening to the show right now, and you want <laughs> if you want to steal my idea, please steal my idea. But please do it in my area, okay? You're gonna market yourself to other photographers in your area, and on your website, you're gonna be whatever your name is, videography. I and you're gonna market. You're gonna say I shoot with long lenses. I shoot from a photojournalistic standpoint, I, from, from, from far back, I'm unobtrusive, um, you'll never see me, you'll never hear me, I don't, you know what I mean, like, I'm telling you right now, if you do that and you're a videographer, I, I will hire you every time, I will refer you every time, my f- photographer friends will refer you every single time, you will have so much business, you won't even know what to do with it. If you could, if you just know how to buy a 70 to 200 and shoot with it stable from a long, from a distance, I'm just telling you that right now. I'm just telling you that right now. Right. Am I right? Or am I, am I a, a jerk here?
2: Well, you're, you're I'm assuming that photography is more important than videography, right? And we no. all obviously think that no, I no, no, no. <laughs> we have this in, entitled <laughs> thing where like, we can't move our cameras. We, you know, we determine where the shots go. And I don't know where that started and or why, but we're all running with it. And I think as a videographer, it's got to be pretty annoying that, you know, you don't get to direct as much and have as much control. At the same time, you had a conversation. He could have said, I would love to do this swooping shot. And maybe you could have done something different if he had an artistic vision
1: but i will uh, also I say I'm, I'm, with, with this couple just one last little thing and then i want to hear what you're saying yeah. no. with this couple in particular i said i had this conversation with them and i said um, do you know do your videographers need time to direct and the answer from the bride was no they do not need time to direct they're going to they're going to follow your lead and of course the day gets there and they want to direct do <laughs> you know what i mean like so all that time that i just talked about right that i'm having these conversations with and I, it's not the bride's fault. And, and this is like in that comment section, Lindsay, like somebody actually pointed me this out to me and like, you know, this has nothing to do with the bride. So edit that dude out. And you know what? That's exactly right. So that's what I did. I edited that dude out it has nothing to do with the bride. I, I'm, I'm, if I, if I followed it down that road, right. Anytime a wedding vendor thinks it's more about them than the couple, then it, then it's a problem. And I'm not. And, and that could be me following down that road of being old and crotchety and being mad at the situation. And then I deliver that image like that and then it wouldn't have been good. So I'm glad I posted it and got some feedback and learned a little bit. Right. But, um, you know, the, the, the issue still stands. Um, so. and,
0: and you know why he swooped in for the shot? Because he knew that you could edit him out. You, he can't edit you out unless he goes frame by frame. But most a lot of videographers nowadays are becoming photographers because they watch watch us what we do every single week. They're starting to direct themselves as well. And they're like, OK, we can do this, too. And if he if they make you look bad, that makes them look a little bit better because your competition. I'm just talking smack right now because they talk smack, too. But whatever.
1: <clears throat> I'm just telling you, I'm. I, one day you're going to see... I, I mean, I've, I've just had a com. lot of
0: problems with videographers <laughs> lately, and I don't even want to talk about it. But Can I
1: tell
2: a quick one?
0: Please That's do. Sure, sure. Because maybe it's about the same person that I'm talking about.
2: No, no. Uh, it was, it was a, a legit aunt and uncle video duo, um, and they were so kind and came up to me before the ceremony and said, we're, we're going to be taking some video. Oh, let me backtrack. First of all, the couple... Uh, they had they they had a sign for an unplugged wedding, and at the last second, they're like, you know what, this is this is rude. Our guests have a you know should be able to take photos freely, and we want them to be able to remember the day. And they decided not to put up the unplugged wedding sign. Uh, fast forward, and the aunt and uncle say they want to take video, and I say absolutely. Just please stay out of the center aisle. And there was a ton. It was in a park, so there's a ton of space to the sides. And they said, absolutely no problem. You want to know where they went? Right in the center. Be- behind the couple. Now they weren't in the center oh, aisle. No.
1: <laughs>
2: and I can't go up there and say anything because they're, they're, they're right. You know, they're right up there, like four or five feet away from the couple as they're saying their vows right behind them. So it's efficient, video guy couple all just standing there in a in a little cluster <laughs> and there's I can't go up there and say anything in that moment because then there's now two video or two cameras up there so yeah how's it going
0: uh mm, good times we
2: could go on all day about yeah. this stuff.
0: yeah so, so much for <laughs> so much for the quick fire right <laughs> yeah keep keep bringing up controversial subjects amy right, come yeah. on
1: <laughs> um so now here's the thing that was pretty much going to be the episode uh except as we were recording uh there are two mo- more posts in the group and why the hell not Ooh, wow so here the we go carol
0: Fired tonight
1: uh carol says so she had a wedding this friday the 13th my second cups would not this be what if this is a perpetual show and just as we were recording more people kept <laughs> writing in and the show just went on and neil this 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 isn't your like quasi last episode because it just goes <laughs> yeah. on like for like the next month No, um so so carol writes in she, she says, uh, so I had a wedding this Friday the 13th. Um, my second kept saying something bad was going to happen. And about five minutes before my couple came in for introductions, my three light stands and my flash on my hot shoes started firing randomly over and over. Hmm. I quickly ran to each of the stands and tied, tried changing the channel, which, of course, I had a brain fart and couldn't figure it out because I was so stressed. But I got it eventually uh, thinking that must be the issue even though my default channel is channel five, which I thought was a safe bet. So their fire flashes are going off. There's channel issues. Let's see what happens if I keep going. Um, So then I have to run around again and change them all to channel 13 and she's changing channels. And if we can, we can wait three minutes while I change all the lights again. So, so she's having to have her couple hang out and wait while she's changing Mm -hmm. channels. Um, Well, that's, and that's hard because the venue has a tight space and finally it all just works. And she was very stressed. Later that night, she ran into a photographer downstairs and immediately asked him if he uses Godox, which he says is yes, so he, he was firing her flashes, didn't really know it. Knowing where this is all going, I just say, curious, what channels were you on? And he starts telling me how his lights kept firing randomly, too and how confused he was and how when he changed his channel the same one and then he he changed the same channel that she went to on the second Uh second chance so the moral moral of the story is is maybe choose a more random channel if you're using the godox with with multiple venues that and and then she laughs that's hilarious man that wasn't a question that was just a funny story um
0: that is good that is really good
1: that is true, because I, I shoot the Godox, and I, I will admit I have them on Channel 1, and I am in a venue with other photographers sometimes, so that's uh, maybe we should all go to default different channels. Good idea, <laughs> Carol. Thanks for the tip. Tip of the day by Carol. Um,
0: <laughs> Lindsay, what do you shoot? Godox. Okay.
1: And a last one for the day. Uh, we've already answered this in a recent episode. Um, I don't remember What episode it is But Angie While we were recording Wrote in She says How do you handle clients Who want to book you For the same day How do you let one down I'm a meeting with A potential client On Saturday And another on Sunday Both want the same date The problem is that I have to go back And listen to What episode That happened in But I, I'm in that situation Right now Actually Again It just It just keeps happening Like so I Actually that That couple that you sent me Neil The July 4th couple mm-hmm. yep. um. They eventually, I eventually met with Mm -hmm. them and they eventually um, said that they're going to book. And then they eventually got me the the down or the the retainer, but it's been like a week and I still have no contract. And this Mm. other couple, this other July 4th couple, I set up the meeting on Friday for this Friday coming up because I never heard back from the other couple on July 4th. And now I'm in the situation where tomorrow I'm going to be contacting that couple and saying, "Hey guys, got your deposit." And I've been sending like these reminders every day through email. Sign the contract. I Got your deposit, but where's the contract? And mm-hmm. and I have this meeting on Friday. Um, it's annoying every single time that stuff comes up. Yeah, yeah. First come, first serve, and, and yep, stick to your that's guns the way on to that. Say it. And it's hard because, it because even when it happens, you still have couples that are like, um, you know, can we have a week? I'm like, well, it's first come, first serve. Sorry, that's mm-hmm. the way it is.
0: <laughs> but it, but if a couple shows more interest, more excitement like by email
1: mm-hmm.
0: um than the other couple that I like is it's that was already in the schedule. Um I could all I always kinda say, hey, you know, if you guys just want to meet by phone or over Skype right now, um if they're if they're kinda weary about that, then I'll just keep my meeting um with the first couple. It's pretty much who books me first. It's not who schedules the meeting because the meeting uh, they, they could always just say, Oh, okay. We're going to look at a couple more photographers and then it's like, Oh crap. Well, I could have booked the other couple by now. Right. So it's, it's, it's who actually pays that deposit first. Mm-hmm.
2: I try my best to, to let people know, Hey, someone else is asking about your date. So if you, if you want to book it, I'm going to need your contraction deposit immediately. Um, and you know it usually gets people on the ball, but I have a friend who got a really bad review because she did first come first serve, and they were just devastated because they really wanted her and had their heart set on her, and blah blah blah, and left this horrible review. That's
1: so why you need to be so, adamant. Okay. That it's first come, okay. First serve. Like adamant ah, man.
0: about it. you know you like get cause... a review from not even a
1: client. Oh right. man. Yeah. Horrible. Ah. Yeah.
2: And like so try to be fair as best you can, I guess.
1: Yeah. And even in this situation, what I just mentioned, like I have a deposit, like they paid the deposit, but I don't have the contract. And like that matters too. So like, I mean, I guess if I, but in this other wedding, isn't a definite, you know, I don't know. It's, a, it's always, well,
2: and the contract's the easy part. Like, right. it's, don't they just e-sign it and email, just, email it just back?
1: Go online and you click some buttons and you're good. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 116 of Wedding Photographers Unite. Um, Neil, yes. I would just like to reiterate, <laughs> is going to be back whenever. Well,
0: he... I, oh, I have to be back because Jimmy wasn't on tonight. Right. So I have to be back. Yes. yes. So it's not so like.
1: I... Yeah. This isn't goodbye.
0: No, it's it's not goodbye. It's it's I'll see you guys soon.
1: Exactly. And and you're going to get all those things. I'm going to send it to you or, or, you know, we're going to pick that day. You know, what I mean, like whatever that is, yeah. we should do that as soon as like we're done that. recording. Like. Pick that mm-hmm. day, whatever it is. And anytime you, you come on in and, and that's for my sake, too, just because scheduling it is kind of a pain in the ass, too. Like, I just want to pick a day and that's what it is. Whoever can make it can make it moving on, you know. Um, so we'll talk. We'll talk to you soon. OK, um, Neil, where can people find you?
0: Neil Urban and Yale dot com.
1: And Ms. Lindsay Didario, where can people find you?
2: I am didario.com. D-E-D-A-R-I-O. And Lindsay at work on Instagram.
1: And I am Buscemi photography.com. <laughs> I like that. I am didario.com. I am, I am I my like... website. <laughs> That's all I am. I feel like you should uh, <laughs> yeah, do, that, do everything like that. Anyway, um, my name is Andy <laughs> Buschami. The last name is B-U-S-C-E-M-I. You can find me on social media, By Googling my name. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Ciao.
0: See you later. Bye.
1: Wedding photographer. That was like a damn good ass episode. You might. I think so. Let's let's just hope Skype
0: um, recorded it all, since we tried this new thing that Skype does. Unless you oh, no, you, no. Try, uh, I'm you try, did you try to
1: record anything else? I'm doing my normal thing. Oh, okay. I'm okay. doing my normal all thing, right. and this the Skype thing was just a backup. So I'm gonna actually stop recording on Skype, and then I should just be able to like download that. I'll probably I'm gonna do what I normally do, but then maybe I'll post this to the video. But this should, is, should we post this video? I don't know. 2011? No, <laughs> come yeah. on.
0: Right? This one. Let's do it because this is how it's going to be. No well, way. Oh shit! <laughs> see, I have no say in the matter anymore. See, I'm no longer a host.
1: No, no, no. But but I don't think this is like—is this entertaining? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Well, like I would never sit there and just like watch people talk. That's that's why yeah. that's why. As much as I've had the idea to do it, I'm like I've never thought to post it because I'm like, do people care? You know?
0: I don't know. I, I kind of do when I watch podcasts like on YouTube because it's just background noise. And sometimes I'll look up at the TV and, and watch them talking. And because, you know, almost every TV nowadays has YouTube channels on it. Um, I don't know. I, I like to watch.
1: Cool. All right, guys. Um, catch you next time. Okay. Again. All right. All right. I love you, Neil. Uh,
0: thank you. Thank you. I love you, brother. Uh, I'll be back. I'll be back. Don't. <laughs> yeah, worry.
1: I know. This is not ending. No. I, I just I just love you. I just want to let you know. That. I love you <laughs> like a brother, man. Thank you, yep. guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll talk soon. Okay. Catch you guys later. All
0: right.